Have you been on a podcast with Lala before? Never. This is my oh. first time. Lala. Yep, this is her first time. Y'all done took her podcast virginity. <laughs> Dickie, it's your mother. No, you never call me. I mean, I wonder, is your finger broken? Just don't tell my mother. It's your mother. 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 No, you never call me. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't. Don't tell, don't tell. Where the hell are you? You are never home. Hello, my family. I'm Nikki Levy. Welcome back to Don't Tell My Mother. This is where amazing peeps from movies, TV, comedy, social media, tell a true story they'd never want their moms to know. And then we call their mothers. Speaking of mothers, I started with my new fertility doctor. Fam, this is a whole new world for me. This doctor has me texting her when I need her. My last doctor, I couldn't get her on the phone for like, I don't know, a week, two weeks. It would have been like, I, you know, sent her like a page. Then she'd have to go find a payphone. Then she'd have to realize she doesn't have any quarters. That was the stuff I was dealing with. And now I have a doctor who... I can't. I literally can't. So I feel very loved. I feel very cared for. Tomorrow I have to get an ultrasound. I have to go in a lot for blood and ultrasound. And that is because they are preparing my body to receive an embryo. Because if you are a listener to the podcast, you know that a number of years ago, I froze embryos. And everything they're doing is to prepare my body to receive this bun in my oven. I will tell you so much more. Follow me on my personal Instagram at Nikki Levy, and I'll be going into a lot of detail on that journey. And I want to hear from you. You know, what are you going through? What are you thinking? Uh, I'll answer any fertility questions from my own experience. I've been through it a lot, and I love to talk about it. Today, we got a special guest. We have Lala Milan. She is a social media goddess. She is also starring in Lena Waithe's show Boomerang on BET. She has a brand new health and body brand called Fit Girl Bod. Follow it on Instagram. Lala is uh, talking crazy dating stories because she is single. And then her mother, Christine, joins us all the way from North Carolina for some girl talk and tears. Bring your tissue, bring some chocolate, bring some snacks. We're getting into it. Here is me and Lala right after this. Just don't tell my mother. Just don't, just don't, just don't, just don't. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. I'm so happy to see you. Yes, I'm happy to see you, too. First of all, I'm happy that you and I are both in glasses. It actually makes me feel better. Let me tell you something. These are not for vision, but for style because your girl don't have no makeup on. So I'm like, let me just go ahead and do something with the eyes instead of mascara. You look beautiful. And the last time I saw your face in real life, not on Instagram. Yes, fact. Because two and a half years ago, pre-COVID, are you going back out again or are you still staying in or what? what's your what's your deal these days? I'm not going to lie. 
yeah. be outside. <laughs> I be outside, but I take protective measures. You know, I'm literally constantly wearing a mask when I'm in a group of people. Uh-huh. You know, I really be looking like the eyeball out wearing a mask, but that's okay because thankfully I've, I haven't caught COVID. But a lot of people around me have. It's so funny. I've been out with other people the same night as them with them. And I'm wearing my mask and literally twice it's happened to where someone I've been with has caught COVID. I just, my mask, and I be holding my breath when I talk to people. Like, I do weird stuff just to (laughs) see to it that I'm okay in my mind. It helps me. Are you more of a homebody or are you uh, like an extrovert in real life? I'm a homebody at times, but when it's time to go out, I'm going out. Like, I'm not the person who's going like, no, I don't want to go. But when it's time to rest, like, I'm not jumping to find a reason to go outside. Well, I only ask because I'm an extrovert, but I've loved being home. I can't even believe it. I was depressed and now I don't want to leave. Oh, girl, it took me when they started (laughs) saying, oh, we can go to this place and I just, you know, stay apart. I'm like. I liked it when it was shut down, you know. Yeah. It was, was, um, you had to get readjusted. I'm going to backtrack just for people who don't know. Lala, you got famous. You were doing doing YouTube videos, but you got like the most famous, I feel like, right off the bat from this hilarious Fetty Wap Trap Queen parody. Do you remember doing it? Can you sing it? Of course. Can you sing it? I'll be a trap queen till the police hit the door. And then I'm telling every single body that I know. There's a gun under the mattress. There's a crack up in the stove. stove. I don't know this man. We just met two hours ago. Okay. So where were you when you recorded that? I was living in Atlanta in my 700 square foot apartment, paying $1,000 in rent. And my house was cluttered. I had a $500 car note. I was working at Allstate. In insurance. Yes, girl. And I was just like over my life, you know? But yeah, once that happened, all of a sudden, those same circumstances were so exciting. That's when social media was new and it was exciting and things actually had, they stuck for a while, you know? 2015, right? Yeah, 2015. And it's so wild because today you could go viral, but the things that you go viral for, it's just a thing of the past. Everybody remembers all of my older content way more than they remember my newer content because people are digesting things so differently. Like they're digesting it and just pooping it out these days, whereas before it used to just marinate. Walk me back to Lala in 2015, because your life is, we'll get into it, but your life is so so crazy different now. And it's only, what, it like is. seven years later, six years later? Ooh, Isn't that yes, crazy? six years tell later. Me, uh-huh. Tell me about Lala in 2015, living in Atlanta, working in insurance. Oh, I was raw. And it. I'm not going to lie. When I hear people say certain things, I'm like, I did not. But then I'm thinking to myself, oh, that was horrible. Growth is great. It's almost like as we get older, the more we know we don't know. And it's a good thing. Oh, that's a good way to put it, Nikki. I think about that all the time, how literally the the more experienced, yeah. you know, let's not yeah. say older, that sounds creepy, but the more experienced that you get, you start to realize, gosh, like there's so much stuff that I don't know. And then you often think like, well, dang, how much more am I going to learn as I get more experienced? And by the time I know all of this, I'm going to be freaking 80. Because you never stop learning. Lala, 
what were you like as a kid? What were you mm-hmm. like at 13 years old? Weird. Girl, I, know, I went back. I know. I feel like you have like had a glow up in your 20s. Mm-hmm. But I could see mm-hmm. you as the weird kid that I would have been friends with. Yeah. We'd have probably definitely been friends, girl. I was so awkward. And you know how I know this? Because, girl, I have a diary from my childhood. And the (gasps) stuff that I was writing in there, when I had a crush on a boy, I would write about him all the time. Um, (laughs) I would do different antics and stuff like that and be excited about the most littlest piece of attention. Back then, you know, people were slapping you on the butt and stuff. I would get so excited. Oh, my God, he slapped me on my butt. (laughs) You know? And then I would be like, I would literally write drop down and drop down the D-R-O-P. Girl, I was so lame. So what were lame. You, what were you, what did you look like at that age? Like, what did you wear? Did you wear the cool Ooh. stuff? No, girl. I was, back then, people were wearing forces. It was all bad. I would be wearing freaking Aversons, A3s, which is a knockoff Air Forces, girl. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. You shouldn't. Okay. okay? Great. My dad thought it was cool to put me in K-Swiss. I was <gasps> pissed. What? Like, K-Swiss is cool? No, they were not See, at my this time. This is why we would have been friends. So I know back before comedy in LA, you were a cosmetologist. Yes, I am a licensed cosmetologist even today, and I keep my license active. Plus, I paid $20,000. Okay. Hell yes, use that degree. And the cosmetology thing now totally makes sense to me because you have a podcast that's literally called The Salon. Mm-hmm. I do. You interview wonderful celebrities, hilarious people, and they come into your quote-unquote salon. Salon, yes. I like the concept of a salon. You know, it's so cute. You are coming in, probably looking crazy, you know, mm-hmm. wearing sunglasses, don't want to be seen. But you go in there and you get to have therapeutic conversation. Mm-hmm. They give you advice. Y'all talk about everything, you know, without any filters or any care because the salon is a safe space. And then in all of during that whole process, you're getting your hair done and you're getting who your scalp massage. You oh. know, you might get some tea tree oil up in your scalp. Oh, you know, tingles. you are just tingles. washing out all of the things, you know, that you came in with. And then you leave in looking amazing. And then everybody who you just had this bomb conversation with is telling you, girl, you look good. Oh, that came out nice. Then you go on your day. And it's like, what a moment. What a moment. Did your mother take you to the salon the first time? I feel like that's such a quintessential mother-daughter experience. I'm going to take you to get your hair cut, colored, done, whatever. Girl, my mom, she going to come on here and she never used to go get my hair done. (laughs) By the time I started getting my hair done, it was because she would take me in there with her while she was getting hers done. Yes! (laughs) Same, and you just have to sit there. Girl, and I would be pissed because I was like, I want to get my hair done. And she was like, you know, you got to start making your own money. I said, oh, that's raggedy. So sure enough, I started making my own money and started going to her hairstylist. Is that true? She's like, if you want to do what I'm doing, you have to pay for it? Yes, and I'm not going to lie. I hated it at the time, but (laughs) my mom inadvertently taught me so many different things. You know, it wasn't even intentional. She just was doing that because she ain't want to spend money on me getting my hair done, but it taught me I need to get my own money whenever I want something, you know? Did she teach you about dating? Did she give you, I don't know, 
she taught me what not to do. <laughs> What'd she say? No, I just watched her. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If anything, my dad tried, you know, to teach me how to date, but he was one of those men that I should have stayed away from anyways. So oh. it's like, Dad, I don't know how you could really teach me this, you know? And it ended up landing me with somebody who was like him, and I didn't even know, girl. It was just like, I tried so hard to stay away from it that I ended up with it and didn't realize until I was out of it. Like the law of attraction. The more we think about it, the more we get it, even though we're like, we don't want this. That's a perfect way to put it. You think about it so much like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. And then boom, you get that. Lala, I literally did this with my last girlfriend. Literally. Oh, shoot. That's how it be, girl. It's so funny because all these terms that are, you know, more prevalent now that have been existing, but we're just now learning about them and they're becoming overly used, you know, such as narcissists and misogynists and all those kind of things. You know, Um, it's like, I want to avoid those at all costs. The next thing you know, you end up with it. But while you're in it, you're like, what? Like, I know something's wrong, but I don't know what it is, you know? And so you keep trying because you're like, no, I could I could fix this. Everybody want to be Bob the Builder when it comes to their own relationship, <laughs> you know? You were in a relationship for five years-ish? I was in a relationship for five years, girl, off and on. What made it be finally off? What made you finally, what made it finally be like, yeah, I'm going to put the Bob the Builder set back in, like, I'm going to return it to Amazon. You get tired. You know, and it's funny because our friends, I would talk to my people, right? And nobody would judge me, yeah. which I think is cute. But at the same time, I need y'all to judge me, okay? Um, because, yes, judge me, tell me, girl, no, I'm telling you. And I might not listen, but right. even though I don't listen, one, whenever I feel like I'm being judged, I start feeling embarrassed, Okay. And when I feel embarrassed, it makes me not tell you what I'm doing or tell you about my problems, okay? But when I start feeling suffocated with my issues while in a relationship, it makes me be like, if I am this shameful about what I'm doing, then I need to get out of here. You know what I mean? So the final straw for me was, first of all, I had gotten back with the dude, like, girl, multiple times. And it got to the point where I didn't even tell people we had broken up because I was like, my dumb self going to probably get right back with him, you know? But the final straw for me was just realizing, like, putting everything together over a span of years, being like, dog, this dude showed me he was crazy from jump. And it was just little things over time. It was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And I said, I got to leave. Like, I had moved out a year prior, girl. I had moved out a year prior and broke up then. You were living with him. Girl, yeah, we were living together. Let's make that clear. We was roommates. Okay. Yeah. So it was one of those things to where we were roommates. But it was like, I thought. Well, you know what? I'm not, he's not holding me back. So it's okay. You know, like I'm still doing everything that I'm destined to do and all that. But what I didn't realize was I, the boat may not be sinking, but I'm not moving as fast as I can. Okay. So once I let go of the legs of that situation, girl, first of all, God ain't going to bless no mess. So whenever you got a whole bunch of junk around you, you ain't even got no room for your new things to come in. Okay. So true. So when I let that go, girl, 
I stopped waking up in the morning with anxiety. Oh, I stopped. God, Lala. Come on now. The stomach Girl, waking ache. up you with your that. heart beating fast for no reason. You know. Because your stomach knows everything. Everything. Yes. Girl, what? Having diarrhea when you ain't even eat nothing bad for you. Okay. Your body trying to literally detox yourself from something that you keep on subjecting yourself to. And your goofy self still laying up with the enemy. So I had to have a heart to heart. And I said, girl, what are you doing? And I will be honest and say, girl, it was very much so one of those things where I realized that I had an issue with my self-esteem and I didn't even know because I'm a very confident person. But for you to stay with somebody knowing that that person ain't good for you, you got to be honest with yourself and say, look, girl, you got to big yourself up. And I had to do my research. There's there's billions, okay, of people in the world. And you steady here forcing something with this one person. You got them. You got the person before them. And you could damn sure have somebody after them. Like, let it go. And, girl, I finally did. You know, so. So proud of you. It was fire. Girl, thank I'm you. So yes, proud of you because. That's good. Let me tell you something. My old therapist. My, my old therapist. She's still my therapist. My therapist said to mm-hmm. me when I was in a shitty ass relationship and I just I, but I was 35 and how I'm gonna find someone and all my friends are getting married they're having babies and I like it Facts. almost felt like I'm staying here because I don't know because I'm too scared to start over she said to me Nikki exactly said to me Nikki there are seven billion people on the planet there are mm-hmm. people not person by the way not right. one soulmate let's not make this mm-hmm. a whole thing there are mm-hmm. people out there for everyone and there are people out there for you but your your ship was like still in the dock like you're sitting mm-hmm. there docked and you thought mm-hmm. you were going on a cruise yeah like the latrine is like piling up shit spilling everywhere and you're like but no yep. the boat seems okay it's still here mm-hmm. you're like get off the fucking boat get off the boat yes girl get off the boat I'm 31, going yeah. on 32. And in my head, I'm like, I should have learned this at the tender age of 15. So right. that way, by the time I'm 30, I could have been well in. But at the same time, <laughs> everything happens when it's supposed to. And girl, I couldn't have learned this stuff at a better time, you know? And life yes. is lit. Like, I'm not going to lie. Being single and experiencing yeah, shitty yeah. dudes out here is fun. Okay? Well, this is a literally a perfect segue so there's a story i think you want to you want to share it was my first time being back outside (laughs) that's the term for being on a date and saying being outside we'll be back with lala right after this if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Lala, tell me everything. Um, There was this guy I had met him through. My homegirl was uh, one of her friends that she worked with, whatever. And we had so many things in common. It was like, oh, he got an Audi. I got an Audi. He don't smoke. He don't drink. Neither do I. He work out. So do I. You know, we both got our hustles. I was like, oh, like, this is cute. This is exciting. You know, yeah. could be somebody fun to talk to, you know. And to be honest, I wasn't even attracted to him like that. But I said, you know what? I will sacrifice that part because he got everything else that's lit, you know? And sometimes the attraction does grow. With reason, girl. And he wasn't ugly, but it just wasn't my typical type. So anyways, it was one of those things to where we're texting, talking every now and again. Two things that I be uh, hesitant about, especially with me. Believe it or not, because I have a social media presence, there are men who will try to use that. You know, not saying he was, but it was like, mm, I don't know, I don't be trusting stuff. You know what I mean? So next thing you know, they had came to L.A. and they were here for work. But we were all like, OK, well, you know, let's go get some food. He suggested this place for food. And I said, OK, cool. Was COVID at the time. Nobody's sitting down, whatever. So you have to place your order at the window and then it's just takeout. So, girl, as I'm ordering my food, I was, you know, having every intention of ordering my food and going about my way. He said, La, wait. He said, you didn't ask me what I wanted. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, let them know what I want. And I said, okay, tell them. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, cool. He's about to go ahead and put his order on mine and cover the bill. You know what I mean? No, Nikki. He turns around and he starts talking back to the people who he was with. And, girl, I'm shuffling through my purse. You know, fakely fake, Uh you know, waiting for him to turn back around and be like, oh, here's my card or something like that. He never turned back around. And so, mind you, the dude is like, you know, Lala, I'm such a fan. The guy who took my order. So I'm like, I can't let him see me not pay. (gasps) You know what I mean? So, girl, I pay for it. Now, mind you, we was at Berry's where the pizza is highly uh, expensive for this lobster infused pizza, girl. It's so good. But it's like 30 to 50 (sighs) dollars, you know, depending on the size of the pizza you get. So, girl, I went ahead and paid. It came to like $80, $90 for both of our pizzas. And then it was done. I had the receipt in my hand, and he was like, I should have got some dessert. (gasps) I'm thinking to myself, what the freak just happened? I was like, I said, okay. Now, mind you, I didn't think nothing of it too much, but... When I got to the car, my homegirl was in the car and she said she's so excited because she know that we had been conversating and stuff. She was like, girl, did he pay for your bill and all that extra stuff? And I said, girl, no. She said, oh, what? He didn't? I said, no. And she was just so like taken away. And so was I. I said, oh, this is ghetto. This is so ghetto. And so from there, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm being welcomed into, you know, this realm, girl. And I was like, I don't like it. And I flew right back to my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> you did? 
Yeah, girl, because I said if this is what it's going to look like, I don't uh, like it. Like, it scared see, me back into going right back to hell. <laughs> right back to hell, because at least hell is what you know. A familiarity. You know, right? Uh-huh. Familiarity. Yes. So, girl, I sent him a voice memo. I said, I can't believe you let me pay for your food last night. <laughs> I sent Good him a voice you. memo saying that. Yes. And he texted back and he was like, oh, he was like, um, I guess I owe you. And I said, nah, you good. And he was like, what's your cash app? And I said, it's not even about the principle. I mean, it's not even about, you know, the money. I said, it's about the principle, the fact that you let me pay for your freaking food. You know, he texted me when he got home with the food and said, it was so good. (laughs) Well, you didn't even sit and eat it with him? No, girl, we went home. That's the thing. It was takeout. But I figured you took it out together. No, girl. He got his individual pizza. I got my individual pizza, and we went about our ways, and I was short $50 because he got the <laughs> biggest pizza. So you basically, like, were like a door dasher, is what you're saying to me. Girl, without having you. to deliver to his door. Nah, you right. You were just a dasher. Bingo. A dasher, honey. <laughs> A dasher. And I was just like, this is ghetto. And so it was funny because my ex was like, he was, I told him what happened. And he was like, you should tell that story on your Instagram. Now, when I look back at it, he wanted me to tell it to embarrass that dude as a means of like burning that bridge, even though it was already burned. He would never say that. But I did it and it made girl... That video made cute money from IGTV and it went all over the place. And it was funny because it really struck a whole conversation amongst so many people. <laughs> like there was so many girls like, girl, these dudes out here is garbage, da, 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 you know. And so I had to come back on the platform and tell more of a positive story because what I don't want people to think is that I'm a man basher. It's just I, I be having the most funny encounters. Even as a gay lady, yeah, I need to be taken out on the first date. Oh, uh, yeah? <laughs> you should ask my wife. On our first date, I thought she was cute and all, but when she busted out that credit card to pay for our drinks and apps, I was like, yes, daddy, we are doing this again. Yeah. I mean, it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I am a lady. Yeah. Treat me as such. Facts. That's Sorry. so true. Yeah. And it's not even a thing of... I need you to spend money on me, all the extras up. No, it's just court me. Court me as the lady that I am if you are truly interested. Exactly. Now, I don't know if your mother taught you that or where you learned. But on this show, you know, we call people's moms. Yes. And you said we could call yours. Yes. And it's funny because I think she's been texting me that she's ready for this call. (laughs) She's military. I know she's I know she's serious about her schedules. And she's not technologically inclined like that. She's used to soon as she come, the door open. Okay. Yes. Like yes. most moms. So yes. yes. Let's call your mother. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Hi. What do <laughs> I? I just I want to call you Mama Milan, but I'm sure that's not your name. What do you want me to call you? <laughs> You could call me uh, Christine. Christine, where are you coming from? Where are you? Oh, I'm actually in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, thanks for joining from Charlotte. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have you (laughs) been on a podcast with Lala before? Never. This is my first time. Lala. Yep, this is her first time. Y'all done took her podcast virginity. I feel like (laughs) I popped your pod. Yep. 
Christine, did you teach Lala about dating? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I'm going to say I'm going to say a little bit. Like, what, if anything, did you teach Lala, like about the birds and the bees? I wouldn't necessarily say it was the birds and the bees. I just was basically trying to keep it raw and uh, let her know that, you know, um, try not to think about sex. Let the guy get to know you first. Yeah. And, you know, just basically was trying to, at that time, when she was a teenager, trying to teach her exactly how it was in that era. You know, I I think that I could have elaborated in some other areas but I did not, you know. Uh-huh. What um, other, what other, <laughs> Lala, what other areas? I would say through some of my experiences of dating, I didn't share a lot of my experiences and I wish that I would have. And I think if I would have shared some of my experiences, it would have kept her away from certain guys, you know? Facts. <laughs> But maybe not, because I'm a rebel, and my mom always say, when I tell you go left, you go right. That's very true. <laughs> I can tell my kids today. <laughs> I can tell them today. Like, for example, I was just out there, and she said, Mom, do you like these shoes or these shoes? So I'm going to say the left hand and the right hand. So I pick the left shoes. She goes with the right shoes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then... I guess she thought about it and she said, okay, well, these left shoes do look better, you know, stuff like that. And it'd be stuff so simple. Do you guys remember a time when Lala, when you were really young and you totally did not follow the rules or you absolutely would not listen and you made her nuts? I think I've always been an angel. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, Lala didn't give me too many problems. She was scary. She was scared of everything. So You were? um, Yes, believe Girl, it or yes. not. She didn't come out of her shell till she was in middle school. <gasps> what were you afraid of, Lala? Everything. Confrontation, getting in trouble. I was just very, like, you would think I was extremely sheltered, you know? But yeah, there was... Girl, I just didn't like anything that was, like, new, you know? Anytime people was fighting, I'd be like, oh, my God, they're fighting. You know, go the other way. It was just... Girl, everything scared me, you know? But I would say I was sneaky, you know, so she never knew about it anyways until <laughs> later on. Until later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's telling the truth. What's a time that you snuck that your mother still doesn't know? Um, hold on. Let me hold on. Let me drink some water because she's great. Surprise me with something. Let me sip some water. Dramatic. It's so funny because um when we were in high school. With Ernest, I had snuck him in the house. My mom was at work and my dad was at work too. And one time I had snuck a boy in the house. I was still a virgin and stuff at that time. But just sneaking him in the house was so like crazy for me. And literally they there was a key to the top lock and a bottom lock. And I locked the top lock so my dad couldn't get in because he didn't have a key. He had, and so he was calling and he was like, um, he was like, open up the door. I hurry up and threw Ernest out the back door. (gasps) And literally my dad came in the front and Ernest walked around the side and walked straight through. Um, He got out, made it safe. My heart was beating so fast. I'm like, hey, dad. He's like, how come the door was locked? And I said, I don't know. I guess mom left it locked or something like that. But it was just, yeah, girl, that was one time I don't think I ever told her about. But yeah. I don't even think that's that bad, you know? I don't even think that's that bad. Oh, please. I've done that before. 
I guess for you, it's a big thing. Though. So back then, if you caught Lala with Ernest, was he a boyfriend or was he just a guy you were nah, seeing? He was just my friend. I really, really liked him, though. So if, if you caught Ernest, what would you have said back then? Like back in the whenever we're talking about? Honestly, back then, I would have got her. She would have been probably some privileges would have been taken away. She would have been in trouble. I was more tricked <laughs> back then. Uh, I think now I'm, I'm, I'm like she said, because they wore me out. You know what I mean? They wore you uh, out. You have no shit yeah. left to give. <laughs> Did you raise Lala in that way? Like, uh, I always imagine military people being pretty strict and pretty rigid. I was. Yeah, I was. Ah. And I'm still, a lot of my military ways is still in me, but I've um, loosened up a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I still like A, B, C, D, E. And Law complains about that a lot. She's very routine. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Now that I know her background. Yeah. Yeah. Boring. He says it's boring, but I live life. Uh, I live life. I'm just Girl, even telling her about this podcast, she was like, you just told me about it the day before. You're so sporadic. It's like, mom, you got a whole 24 hours. You're fine. (laughs) Do you have any idea, Ma, that Lala would go on to be like a social media personality, like for her job? I never, I never, I never thought that she, I knew that she was going to be Something, but I didn't think. I, 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 I thought that she was going to be because she's bilingual. So I thought that she and, and I'm traditional. So I thought that she was going to do the college, which she did, and I thought that she was going to get a job being an interpreter. I never thought that she was going to be doing what she's doing now. Never. I didn't know you were bilingual. What's your what other language you speak? Spanish. You didn't know that, Nikki? I yeah. did not know that. I was fluent by the time I left high school. I just studied it in college as a major because go to college, get a degree, you'll make a lot of money being an interpreter. Girl, a waste of sixty thousand. <laughs> uh, well, Lala, I I love to ask this. What is the best piece of advice you learned from your mother? The best piece of advice. Ooh, mm-hmm. that is good. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny because it wasn't even most of her best advice is when she's not even trying. Um, she doesn't directly tell me. I just watch how she move and then I pick up from her. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let me think. Or it could be the worst piece of it, worst thing you learned too, either way. Oh, I was the worst piece um that she ever gave was Keep your day job. She <laughs> said, keep your job. That was the worst piece of advice. And we talk about that ever so often. She she probably is tired of me bringing it up. But gosh, I just love being able to say, Lord, if I would have listened to you, mom, what would I be? But <laughs> the best piece of advice I would have to say is do what makes you happy. You know, she just, I don't know mm. what had turned in her life for her to start saying that every now and again when I say, mm-hmm. you know, well, I'll ask, you know, something about something random. You know, she's like, well, La, I just think that you should do what makes you happy. I think that's a real good piece of advice simply because ultimately it's not about making other people happy. They don't have to live your life for you. You are the only person who will have to deal with the repercussions of whatever decision that you make. So, Amen. Mm-hmm. What do you guys love most about each other? <laughs> There's so much. Girl, how much time do we got for me to tell you how much <laughs> I, what I love about my mom? Girl, I love... Girl, you're going to make me cry now. Hold on. 
Okay, I love so much about my mom. First of all, I love the woman that she has become. You know, um, she has evolved so much over time into being an even better mom than what she already was. She was already good. But now with me being, you know, an adult and being able to appreciate her more as a woman and things that she's done, like she's ever so evolving. She's an amazing listener. You know, she's an amazing confidant. I can tell my mom anything, you know, and I literally call her every single morning um, just to talk to her and, you know, tell her what I got going on because she'll listen to everything and she tries her best to keep up. I love that about her. I love the fact that she still is down to have fun. You might got to yeah. tell her three years in advance, but she's still going <laughs> to be down to do it. <laughs> Um, a week, I love, one week. <laughs> a lot of people's, you know, mom, when they see my mom, they're always surprised because it's like she loves to hear this, but I thought you guys were sisters. And it's like, okay, y'all exaggerating, but <laughs> whatever, you know, but still she's fun loving you know Your she's mother's a good crying, Lala. girl because i'm i'm over here crying but i got glasses on you yeah, know but with she is background. just a very good woman you know mm. and i'm very very wow. happy to have her as my mom so yeah yeah she got me boohooing over here i'm trying to <laughs> <a> straight face here <laughs> Because I'm very emotional, so of course. Good thing I've been drinking my water, so that way I can have tears. Oh, Lord. Um, what I love about my daughter is just to watch her from what she, from where she started, to see the growth, and she's she's a good listener too. I know that I can call her and I can talk to her and I can vent because don't get it twisted. Old strong mom here sometimes need a shoulder to crown too, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, she's a good listener. And it's just that to see her grow from working at Allstate and not believing in at first, not believing that you're going to leave your nine to five and to see how many doors God has opened for my daughter and to see her evolve into what she is today brings tears, you know, every mother wants their child to be successful, want their child to be happy. And, and just to see that, you know, from the baby in the womb and to see that, it, it, it just flatters me, you know. Um, one more thing about her, I call her sunshine because mm. she's like a sun. Like you, she can walk in a room and the sunshine just comes out. It could be a rainy day. And she just knows how to just walk in that room and make everybody laugh and make you happy and bring joy, you know? I do know. And, I'm, you know, I'm just so proud of her. She's my best friend. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, on that note, I am kind of getting teary-eyed in my closet, <laughs> in my closet office recording studio. I'm just so happy to have both of you. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you so much. If it's not one thing... It's your, your mother. mother. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening, my fam. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do me a favor, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. Tell me what you want on this show. I want to know guests that you're excited to hear, the kinds of stories you want more of, the kinds of stories you want less of. If there is someone who you are so excited to have on the show or someone whose mom you want to have on the show, do me a favor. Send me that message right there in my DM on Instagram and write it up on Apple Podcasts. Tell me what you want. We aim to please. You know, I have insecure attachments. So, you know, I do my best to people, please. Follow us at Don't Tell My Mother on Instagram and at Nikki Levy. And just remember, our moms know how to push our buttons because they're the ones who installed them. Mwah! Don't Tell My Mother is created, hosted, and executive produced by Nikki Levy, my daughter. The show is executive produced by John Cryer. Oh my God, I love him. And Lisa Joyner and Jody Zuckerman Weiner at Discount Sushi. Our producer is Liza Glukoff. Co-producer, Andrew Congdon. Mixed and edited by Donovan Bullen. Theme song by Donovan Bullen and Joe McKenzie. Distributed by Acast. Now go call your mothers. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.